I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me in part three of Butcher by Nicholas Bion. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the first two episodes of Butcher, be sure to subscribe in Apple or Google Podcasts or the new CBC Listen app. In part two of Butcher, Inspector Lamb, lawyer Hamilton Barnes, and Lavinian translator Elena are at a police station in Toronto trying to figure out why an old man in a military uniform was dumped there with a note on the lawyer's business card reading, Arrest me. Elena tells him that she believes the old man is the infamous Butcher, a Lavinian officer accused of heinous war crimes. After a Google search reveals that the lawyer resembles the young Butcher, he confesses that the old man is his father, who indeed is the Butcher. It turns out Elena has a few secrets of her own. As soon as the old man confesses, she pulls out a gun and reveals her true mission, revenge. We want to warn our listeners that this play involves difficult themes and graphic scenes depicting sexual assault and violence. It contains graphic language and is not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Here is part three of Butcher by Nicholas Bion. Come on, Marco. You're a big boy now. There you are. Can I? What? Aspirin. In a prescription bottle? It's Oxycontin. I have arthritis. Uh Uh-uh. No painkillers. But... No. I... Please. No, I want him alert. He just passed out from the pain. I'm begging you. One. Would you look at that? A man you hardly know is begging on your behalf. You should feel special. One. Hey, buddy. Can you hear me? Painkillers to help, okay? (laughs) Thank you. Now that we're back, have you changed your mind, Butcher? Shield me up, Marco. Shield me up. I'm talking to you. Smell. Grazna smell vodzine. Your son still has his right Achilles. You want to go through this again? TC Corvettina. Tvoje mekike je bilo Corvettina. E ninje mekike je sto je bilo Corvettina. You are a old man, aren't you? Prepare the other foot. Please. Please, no. Such courage. Such... Fortitude. 
Okej, okej, defta. Računim, računim. Vai votinja? Good. Čili da me pakliže ti glasči. What? Marko, ne vozuvem rači, ako me glida. He wants you blindfolded. He can't tell you and look you in the eyes at the same time. What the hell? There's a certain poetry to it. Blindfold him. With what? I don't know. Your tie. Too tight, too tight. Okay. Now, Butcher, make sure you tell the truth, yes? Because if you don't... Understood? Say it. Da, da, mnogo klerno. Je kaču tvariti tešnu. Now I'll translate to make sure you... I just had a better idea. Marco, you're going to translate what he says. You may not see your father as he tells you his sins, but perhaps you can taste them. All right. You may confess, Butcher. Slow down so he can keep up. There was a, a prisoner in the camp. Everyone called her the d- Duchess. Because she always wore a dress, a, a purple dress. She was... Um, uh, uh, dangerous, you understand. She gave the other uh, prisoners hope, and uh, nothing is a, a, a threat like hope. I knew that I had to break her, break her without uh, killing her. So I invited 12 of my men to my quarters and brought the Duchess there. She was wearing the purple dress. I left the windows and the door open so everyone in the camp could hear her. We tied her to the desk, facing down... And my men, one by... Prostanamo. I kad su odvrčali moj moveci, bio je moj tran. Podvinuo sam se da je volikom vuklasti, kad sam je udabio. Vonda sam nordio deseki od zimne šnive. Hey. After you finished, you told her to say something to everyone. 
What did you tell her to say to the soldiers after they were all done with her? Vola. And then you ordered your soldiers to take out their knives and... In order to send the Seki as Merkis Nines Trop. Puyeden Stricker Seki. And had them mark her stomach. One notch each. <gasps> and then you patted me on the head and said... You earned your stripes, Corvetino. That can't... You would have been a child. It was rather shrewd of your father not to mention her age. It's true. The Vaivotanya died in that camp. Whoever I was before that night, she has never come back. Now I am just an instrument, Butcher. Do you see now, Marco? <laughs> You're right. There are no words. So what do we do with him now? You should keep... Yes. Hand him over to Interpol. He should be tried in a court of law. Oh, Marco, Marco, Marco. I had such high hopes for you. Yet you cling to these outdated notions of... Fine. Let us, for the sake of argument, accept that we hand him over to the ICC. He'll be tried for war crimes, yes? For crimes against humanity? How long, in your professional opinion, would his trial take? Ballpark it. A few years. Two, three... Yes. Four, five, ten? Maybe, yes. So he'll be 80 by the time he's convicted. And sentenced to what? Life? So they will send this 80-year-old man to live out the rest of his life in a facility where he'll have access to first-rate medical care and cable television. This to you is justice? How can you sit there and tell me me that this man deserves a fair trial deserves to be treated with dignity he has confessed his guilt is not in question and you yourself seem to agree that the crime is heinous if you kill him you become the very thing you are trying to destroy why why do you insist on speaking the language of civilization in a world that has seen so little of it do you even understand what revenge is marco it is the confession of pain. Not whispered to a priest, but bellowed for the world to hear. Why? Because it is generous. It wants you to feel what it feels. And unlike you, it speaks a language everyone can understand. Fairness and hate. That is why I am not satisfied when you say to me, he must be tried in a court of law. So I ask you again, what is the just penalty for his crimes? You won't kill him with my blessing. <laughs> Thankfully. Thankfully, we did not go through all this trouble for your blessing. We want our revenge to equal the... the ingenuity of your father's crimes. To kill the butcher is easy. But to have him executed by his own son? 
<laughs> well, now that is elegant. You will strangle him with this belt. I should warn you that it'll take several minutes to kill him. It's not as quick as the movies lead you to believe, I'm afraid. I won't do it. No? No! Vizikurvetino Nekeshe- Stop calling her that! Have you no shame? Such chivalry, Marco. And you! Do you think you're so different than him? Remove his handcuffs. His legs, too. Threaten me. Torture me all you want. I won't do it! Do you think when we planned this that we said, and when we tell him to kill his father, he'll do it? You're a good man, Marco. A good and honest man who would willingly sacrifice himself at the altar of justice. I respect that. There's even a part of me that admires that. So don't worry. We're going to help you. Detective? Give me your handcuffs. Key. Neil. What? On your knees. Don't make me ask again. Please don't kill me. Please. It's to protect you from yourself, detective. Trust me. So, now, Marco. You can rationalize all night long. Shh, I... shh. The Furies must be satisfied. If I cannot offer them your father, then I must offer them someone else. Someone pure, someone innocent. Perhaps a 13-year-old girl. Or better yet, her seven-year-old sister. No, but... Wait, I've not... She, she's got nothing to do with... Oh, I know. I know. It's up to him, really. Oh, God. Mr. Barnes. Hamilton! Dear God. My daughter, but... She's... Iris! I'll kill him. I'll kill him. I'll do it. No, it has to be him. Please, Hamilton. I will kill you. Do you understand that? I will f kill you if you hurt one hair. Detective. The, the reason I haven't gagged you is because I want to give you the opportunity to beg for her life. But one more outburst, and you won't even have that luxury. Understood? Please. I'm begging you. Not my daughters. They're, they're, they're children. They're innocent. You're asking the wrong person. Don't. Hamilton, you spoke to her. She just... She, 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 this is wrong. This is all wrong. Depends on your perspective. I know, but Iris, my little girl, Hamilton! No, this isn't right. No! Wait. Hamilton, wait. What, what are you saying? I'm sorry. Don't! No! Please! Please! Please don't hurt them, please! <laughs> They're standing by. Hamilton, I don't understand. You said yourself that he wasn't going to leave this room alive. What difference does it make? Iris! Please, Iris, she's seven! She just... Marco! Please, have some compassion, some humanity. I'm sorry, we do not speak the language of no, mercy. No, 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 wait, wait, let me, let me talk to him some more! Vocapsite. Seg. Please! Radio Tashina. Seg. Hamilton. I'm begging you. Please. 
My family. Iris, he's a child. Please. Gusani Provedeni, say. They're waiting for the kill order. Would you like to give it? Stop it. Puvina Jovenu Nafonche. Daddy? Are you there? I'm right here, Pumpkin. I'm right, I'm right here, Pumpkin. Everything's gonna be okay. Defta. I will give the kill order next, Marco. How many bodies will it take for you to execute a dead man? Because we'll go through this again with Aaron, and then Carol, and then our own... Okay, okay. Don't harm her. Yes? You win. They're holding for the moment. But don't go thanking him until he's done the deed, detective. Marco? Oprasmitache. That warms my heart. That's very touching, but... Tanchi! Beat you all of us for your last minute. No, Butcher. I am the master of your last minutes. Now be a good father to your son and teach him to kill you properly. Gag him. Look at him, Marco. His poise, his dignity in his last moments. He's probably thinking to himself that, all things considered, this is a good way to die. That he has managed, despite everything, to maintain a shred of honor in his death. Get on with it. Show me. said to him. Do you? You're gonna kill me anyway. Oh, Marco. You lack imagination. What? I told him Lamb's real name is Istvak Pasic. 
Revenge would be meaningless if we allowed it to be overshadowed by a brave and noble act. Don't you agree? It would lack integrity. <laughs> Wouldn't bring a child into this shit-fuck world, are you crazy? Gutremisni. To brizete kao naprijed. Otus neid zavacenuto. Gajimo. Gajimo! For the record, I know the difference between Latin and Greek. Kulvetino. We rented this building three months ago and had it transformed into a police station. <sighs> Told them we were shooting a movie in here. I'd say they did a good job, wouldn't you? He was the last one, you know. We've hunted them all down. The Black Wolf was killed in Tallinn two months ago. He watched in the mirror as we made his wife cut his throat. When I was in your father's camp, I played a game with myself. I closed my eyes and imagined I was standing at my grave. And the game was to find the best inscription for the tombstone. My favorite one was, Here lies one who has paid for the indifference of the gods. <laughs> it amuses me that you think we would kill you. Why would we end your suffering? We want you to live. To bear witness to what was done to us. To know what it feels like to live a life poisoned by hate. You'll never know a peaceful night's sleep again. You'll wake every morning, no longer Marco, no longer Hamilton, but some other thing. An instrument. A monster. A gaping wound. You'll live in a world that is not simply indifferent to your suffering, but bored by it. Revenge will be the only way to dignify your pain. It's in your blood now. And you'll come after me. To hurt me, humiliate me, abuse me, and even kill me. And then me. what? And then what? No. This is over. Gajimo. Gajimo! That was the conclusion of Butcher by Nicholas Bion. Tune in to our next episode, which will feature an in-depth interview with the award-winning playwright. 
If you haven't already, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast to help us get the word out to more listeners. We'd also love to hear your feedback about our show. Butcher featured Tony Napo, Andrew Musselman, John Cohenskin, and Michelle Monteith. The Toronto theatrical production was directed by Wene Bengeja and was produced by Why Not Theatre and Butcher's Block. It was presented at the Theatre Centre. Butcher received its world premiere at the 2015 Alberta Theatre Project's Playwrights Festival in Calgary, Alberta. The Lavinian language was created by Christina E. Kramer and Dragona Obradovic. The sound editor and designer for this episode was Gregory J. Sinclair. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is produced by Expect Theatre in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information on our plays and artists, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.